Welcome to Thrive, transformative strategies for the new year. The CLA virtual conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. Hey, everybody. I am Kenyatta Turner. I'm so excited to be here with you today, and we're going to have some fun. I can tell you right now, you should probably grab a pen and a piece of paper so that you can follow along because we've got a little bit of work to do here as we talk about tapping into your motivation using your behavioral superpowers. And if you've never heard of what behavioral superpowers are, you're definitely going to get a pen <laughs> and write some things down because as we go through this, it's not just about me sharing something with you. I want you to be thinking about what I'm saying and writing down a few things that you're going to be subjectively selecting in this moment when it comes to motivation. So I'm going to hop right in and start with what is motivation? Now, if you look it up in the dictionary, it will tell you that motivation as a noun is the reasons or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. It will also tell you that the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. So the first thing I want you to consider here is when we think of the term motivation or a motivational speaker, people have asked me, Kenyatta, are you a motivational speaker? I'm like, absolutely not. Here's why is because I can't motivate anyone to do anything. Ideally, I would like to think that I can inspire you to find your motivation. Motivation is intrinsic. It is not something that typically an external factor can create unless a person absorbs that, right? So like you said, the noun, the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So that comes from within. And we're going to dig into a couple concepts around that, especially as you think about if you're an entrepreneur or professional, if you work for a company or organization, or you have a coach or someone who helps and mentors you, you may often hear them talking about the concept of motivating you. Well, it's not their job <laughs> to do that. It's your job, but it's your job to really kind of figure out and understand what it is, who you are and why certain things will motivate you over others. So we're going to dig into that as I jump in. But let's talk about, again, motivation. We hear this term so many times. We hear about motivational quotes, and I'm someone who loves a good quote. I, I like to read them. I like to post them around. I'm always interested in things that I like to put in front of myself that kind of snap me back and remind me of the things that I know that are important to me, or I just think it sounds cool, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, right? So motivational quotes and inspirational quotes are cool. You can go right now to Google and look up motivational quotes. And if you put a, um, say images, all these images are going to going to come up. You may share those on social media. You may print them out and put them on your desk. There is something really powerful about auto suggestion. And oftentimes these motivational quotes and phrases and pictures and images are things that can help us do that. But it goes so much deeper than just that. But if you like quotes, I'll give you one right now. Put this in your notes. No one is coming to save you. No one. Now, here's the thing. Regardless of what you may think um, spiritually, I will still make that statement. And here's why. Because even if there is someone or something bigger than you that you may feel is going to do that, I bet there's still some things you have to do on your own. 
I guarantee it. No one's coming to save you. The sooner you wrap your head around that concept, then you start taking personal accountability for the things that are truly important to you, right? And how will you get there? And again, I love quotes. So if you like that one, write that in the chat <laughs> or not or not in the chat, but just write that in your own notes, right? So no one's coming to save you and neither will I. However, I can help you if you let me. I can help you by opening your mind to a few things. I'll tell you quickly who I am before I jump into the rest of this, because some of you may have never seen me before. This may be the first time you're hearing my voice or reading these words. And I want you to know that my name is Kenyatta Turner. I'm the CEO and founder of Freedom Empire Consulting, and I am an outgoing, fast-paced influencer. Now, I should tell you that it has nothing to do with social media when I say the word influencer. It has everything to do with the context of the word, and that actually... Those are my behavioral superpowers, okay? Now, I'm also a behavioral influencer. And what I do is I don't influence people's behavior. I influence how you understand your behavior. And that's really important to know because as we kind of jump into this, I'll share a little bit about how this process works. And I'm gonna want you to be jotting down some things as you identify some things that make sense to you when I start talking about your behavior and how you can use your behavior to motivate yourself. So not only am I an outgoing fast-paced influencer, I'm a transformational speaker. I'm a behavioral superpowers coach. I train others to do the same. I am a international best-selling author. I've hosted radio shows and podcasts. I'm a bass player. I've been playing bass for over 25 years. I love it. But just a year ago, I started playing the drums. And I wish I'd started sooner. I am so jazzed about playing the drums. I'm going to do it later right today, as a matter of fact. Um, but I facilitate masterminds. I've been part of some book projects and different things. I just love life, love music, love art, and love coaching, behavioral mindset, and development. So that's why I'm going to share with you a few things. And one, here's another quote for you. Put this in your notes. To know yourself and others, you must first sacrifice the illusion that you already do. To know yourself and others you must first sacrifice the illusion that you already do. Now I am eh, gonna turn 49. <laughs> it was 10 years ago before I turned 39 that I jumped off a cliff and sprouted wings. I knew I wanted more for my life, but I'd already spent 20 plus years running colleges. That's my background. I was an executive leader in every department except for financial aid. And I grew up literally working in a place of growth and development. And I absolutely loved it until I didn't love it anymore. So I left. But I left because I got to the point where I was about to turn 39 years old. Why is that relative? Because that was the age that my father was when he passed. I was only 16. I quite honestly did not think I would live to be 39 years old. But it came fast. So one day I wake up and realize I'm about to turn 39. I'm about to be the age my father was when he passed. And to me, that seemed really, really young. But I used to think that was really, really old. So this is important as you think about any extra that you get. I call it my extra innings, right? So I decided in that moment, I would not squander one day, one hour, one minute, one year beyond the age of 39 if I got extra. So when I realized I might just make it to my 39th birthday, I quit my job. I jumped off the cliff. I left the corporate scene. I said, I'm out of here. I'm going to go create my freedom empire. But it's weird. I didn't call it freedom empire then because I hadn't come up with that. 
but I said, I'm leaving to go build my empire. And I didn't know what that meant, but I left, things started happening. And then there was a point about five years in when I found out my behavioral superpowers. And it was literally like throwing gasoline on a fire. I found out why I was motivated to do certain things. I found out why I'd always had jobs that had me doing certain things. I found out why I got so excited when I was allowed to do or had the opportunity to do certain things. So to know yourself, you must first sacrifice the illusion that you already do basically means, yes, I figured some things out by my, uh, about myself by the age of 39. Now I'm about to turn 49. I figured out some more things and I'm continuously learning. So I want you to open your mind right now. Like you may know yourself, but I'm gonna ask yourself or ask you, how well do you know yourself? Is there room to learn something more? Well, I'm guessing there is if you're even paying attention to this conversation right now. So let's jump into it. And we're gonna start the process of me explaining to you about why people fail at work and in organizations, right? And I believe that an organization is a household. It's a it's an entity. It's your freedom empire, right? Whatever that is. And here's a couple things right now that there was a study done in 2020 serving hiring managers from all these different sectors, 20,000 employees, right? And here's what they found. This is why they would struggle in the first few months of doing what they were doing is that uh, they weren't um, coachable. They had no emotional intelligence no motivation, and I'm gonna say behavioral motivation, um, temperament or technical skills. Technical skills is the smallest percentage of that pie, right? It's not about whether you can do something, it's about how you think about what you're doing. If you're in behavioral alignment, if you have emotional intelligence, are you coachable to get better? And are you even in the right space? Are you shoving a square peg into a round hole or are you a round peg in a round hole, right? Ideally, the behavioral motivation is really the key. If you don't have that and that alignment in doing what it is you're doing, life, business, career, then there's going to be more struggle than you probably need to, like shoving a square peg into a round hole. It will go in there. But how bloody is that? How painful is that? How long will that take? Again, I'm going to show you how to get the round peg, okay? So we also know that organizationally, when people understand their behavioral motivation, that they become more productive overall. Team productivity goes up by 70%. Employee engagement or individual um, engagement goes up by 40%. And then client revenue and customer satisfaction goes up by 23%. We know this. So I don't care what industry you're in, those numbers are gonna be true. If you understand behavioral alignment and behavioral motivation, because you're doing what you're built to do. Everything that I do in my business, I do from the lens of a behavioral assessment called behavioral superpowers. And after, by the time I'm done with this, I have a feeling you're going to want to know what that assessment is and take it yourself so you can get some objective behavioral data and science around your behavioral motivation. But I'm going to give you some ideas that are going to kind of spin you in the right direction as we go through this. Now, I have a framework called BEHAVE, B-E-H-A-V-E. And if you're writing this down, I'll tell you the B stands for behavioral behavior matters. It's my hashtag behavior matters. The E stands for emotional intelligence. The H is holistic healing. A actionable awareness. The V is visionary thinking and E is empathetic energy. This is what you're able to create in your life, in your business, with your family, when you understand who you are and why you are and your own behavioral motivation. So I want to show you a couple of things 
There's going to be eight factors that we're going to go through. And you might just say, whoa, eight, that's a lot. Everyone else has been giving me three. I don't care what everybody else has been giving you. There's eight factors and here's what you need. So get ready to write them down. So you can become behaviorally and unapologetically you. That's what I want for you as we go through this. So start thinking right now, who am I? Why am I? What are my unique gifts, skills, talents, and abilities? You may already know that, but again, remember the quote that I mentioned earlier, to know yourself and others, you must first sacrifice the illusion that you already do. But these are timeless questions that people always ask. Who am I? Why am I? What am I good at? What is my purpose? Well, I can tell you that. So if you are ready to embrace behavioral awareness at a very deep level, that's going to motivate you through the core of your being, then strap in because it's time to look at the eight behavioral factors. So if you have a pen and paper handy, get ready. I'm going to give you the eight factors. I'm going to give you one at a time. I'm going to tell you the name of it. And then I'm going to give you two words that I want you to write down next to the name. And I want you to in the circle, which are the words you think both, uh, best fits you. Okay. I'm going to give you the word of the factor and then two words that match it. And you're going to choose which of those two words most suits you. The first factor, number one, the command factor. This indicates a person's desire to control the agenda, willingness to assert, and need to make decisions. Number one, the command factor. The two words you're going to write down are cooperative and take charge. Cooperative and take charge. Which one are you? Just circle it. Don't even think, just write it down and circle it. Are you cooperative or you take charge? Factor number two, this is about motivation, right? This is what you're motivated to do and be, okay? Factor number two, the people factor. This indicates a person's openness in expression, transparency, and ease relating to strangers. The people factor. The two sides of that coin are reserved and outgoing. Which one are you? Write down the people factor. Write down reserved and outgoing, circle which one you think that you are right out the top of your head. You already know the answer to that, okay? Next, the patience factor. This indicates a person's natural pace, desire for stability, and need for harmony, okay? Two sides of the coin, fast-paced or patient? Which one? Are you fast-paced or patient? The factor is called the patience factor. That's number three, okay? Number four, we're blowing right through them. Okay, my time to play. The structure factor, okay? The structure factor. The structure factor indicates a person's need for structure, concern for details, and desire to prepare, okay? Need for details, desire to prepare. The two sides of that coin are spontaneous and planned. Which are you, spontaneous or planned? Now, if you're picking up on what I'm putting down right now, you understand what I mean when I say behavioral motivation. Because based on the ones that you're circling, you're motivated to do and be that. It's wired deep within you. I'm the spontaneous one. I'm not motivated to be structured. I don't want it. I, I know I need it, but I don't like it. I want to be free, right? To do what I want, when I want, how I want, come home. When I don't want the structure, but I know and understand it's necessary. So I am motivated to be in situations that allow me 
to be free and spontaneous and instinctive and do all the things I'm built to do at my core. So if I'm in a position or doing a job or something that requires all this structure, I'm dying on the vine. Now, here's the thing. I can do it, whatever the thing is. You know why? Because I'm smart, brilliant, as a matter of fact. I can do it because I can learn. But my hardwired behavior is that I don't want to do it. That doesn't mean I can't flex into being more structured. That's why I read books like the 12-week year and I practice a 12. I live, I've been living by a 12-week year since April 2018. I don't even know what I would have done if someone had introduced me to that, especially being an entrepreneur. I needed that structure. I was, I was an employee for 25 plus years or whatever, right? So anyway, you know where I'm going with that. Behavioral motivation. So structure factor is spontaneous or planned. Which one are you? Okay. That you feel makes sense. All right. Keep going. Number five, the trust factor. Trust factor indicates a person's natural or ability to naturally trust others. Naturally is the key word there. Two sides of the coin, skeptical and trusting. Okay. Skeptical and trusting on the trust factor. Which one are you? Go ahead and circle it. Next, we've got the pioneer factor. The pioneer factor indicates, is number six, indicates a person's drive to set ambitious goals, ambitious goals, and pursue them, okay? One side is content, the other side is pioneering. Now, here's a visual for these content and pioneering sides. Think of two water vehicles going to the same place, right? One vehicle's a speedboat, that's the pioneering. The other one's a cruise ship. They're going to the same place but they're getting there in very different ways, okay? That's a, a visual of the pioneer factor, content and pioneering. Number seven, the risk factor, woo! <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I know which one I am on this one. It's got me in trouble, but it's also gotten me major opportunities as well. <laughs> the risk factor, number seven, indicates a person's willingness to take risks and their ability to tolerate the consequences. Willingness to take risks and ability to contemplate or um, to tolerate the consequences. One side is cautious, the other side is risk taking. Remember, we're talking about behavioral motivation here. Which one are you motivated to do? Are you motivated to be cautious and mitigate the risk, or are you motivated to jump off the cliff and sprout wings like I did when I quit my job and I didn't have a job or a business lined up? I was ready to live out of my car if I had to. I'm highly risk oriented. It's helped me. But uh, sometimes having cautious people around me helps balance it out, <laughs> okay? And then lastly, number eight, the creative factor. This indicates a person's capacity to be original, create um, and work within new ideas. So to be original and create and work within new ideas, this is number eight, the creative factor. One side is called anchored, the other side is called creative. Are you someone who thinks within the box or the parameters and that's where you create your creativity once you understand the, the tried and true method? Or are you someone like me who cares nothing about the tried and true method? I don't like it. I don't want to do it that way. I'm probably going to create something new. Okay. Which one are you? I'm motivated to be creative. I'm not motivated to be in a situation where someone says to me, well, Kenyatta, uh, 10 years ago, we used to do it like this. I, I can't even handle that. Okay. That's me where I'm just all, I know we did it like that, but why are we talking about that? <laughs> However, I'm also the person who may reinvent the wheel when it doesn't need to be reinvented, right? Someone else is going, Kenyatta, the wheel works just fine. And I'm like, Ooh, but can we just paint it purple and put sprinkles on it? <laughs> because that's what I want, right? 
I'm motivated for opportunities to do that. This is about behavioral motivation and alignment. Those are the eight factors. And I can tell you that behavior causes 87% of the performance issues in life and in business, 87%. So we know that once you have a, a handle on this, then you can understand that how you do anything behaviorally is literally how you do everything. Those factors that I just went through apply to business, life, a road trip, how you go grocery shopping, how you clean the yard, how you even prepared for to come today, what you're reading, when you're reading it, all the things. You can't get away from your behavior and it's hardwired within you. You might as well embrace it because it's already there. What I do is I help people understand that. I help them take our behavioral assessment. It's called the Behavioral Superpowers Exercise. It's 46 questions. It's 10 minutes long, and it gives you a lifetime of results. If you're familiar with Myers-Briggs, Colby, Enneagram, and all the things, all of these psychometric assessments are fantastic. They measure different things, though. Many of them measure learned behavior, which is great, which is why they tell you to take it every couple years or so. But if you take my behavioral superpowers exercise, you will take it one time in your life if you're over the age of 18. And I say that because we give it to 13 year olds and up. And But when they're 18, they take it one more time and that's it. Because we're not measuring what you've learned, we're measuring who you are. There is a difference. And who you are doesn't just change overnight. It rarely changes at all. It doesn't mean you can't flex the needle though, but you need to understand your baseline for personal growth and development. Think about this. Everyone talks about personal development, personal development, personal development, uh, read, read books. Yeah, but what book? How do you even know if you don't know what you need to develop? It has to be with self-awareness and understanding. So taking our behavioral exercise and going through the process of discovering your behavioral superpowers, having an uncovering session to understand what the data means, and then eventually unleashing that behavioral superpower, that takes time. That does not happen overnight, but that is what I do. So I help people with that process and I do it in every area of my business. I don't use my behavioral assessment as an ancillary tool. It is the foundation of everything I do. All the coaching I do, all the training, the speaking for executives or one-on-ones or group sessions, it doesn't matter. Everything starts with the assessment and I give you mine as well. Because I need you to know who I am, an outgoing, fast-paced influencer who's extremely uh, spontaneous, who's extremely abstract, very daring, and focused on results. But I'm also a person who's extremely logical. I favor logic over feelings. Doesn't mean I don't have feelings. That means I'm going to always be sitting there going, hmm, how can we solve this problem so that we don't have to deal with it again? <laughs> right? And that may not always be the best approach, but I understand myself I honor myself. And because of that, I have a, a deep understanding for others. I know how to manage the differences and celebrate the differences of other people because I study this and I pay attention to it. But I also know that if you don't know who you are at your core, your challenge begins there. Without that clarity, you may be spinning your wheels in ways you don't even think you need to. I think about the word ikigai, um, the, the reason for me, it's a Japanese concept where it's do what you love, what the world needs, what you can get paid for, and what you're good at. Learning my behavioral superpowers helped me find my ikigai. I know what I'm built to do. I can't even avoid it. It's built within me. So go to my website if you want to find some more information. It's freedomempireconsulting.com. Uh, my name is Kenyatta Turner. I'm the CEO and founder of Freedom Empire um, Consulting. And go to 
www.freedomempireconsulting.com. <laughs> Make sure you go to my website. If you want to take the behavioral exercise, you want to know more. I, my behavioral superpower is an influencer. I use my behavioral superpowers to help you unleash yours. I'm excited about this. I'm excited that you got a little more insight into your behavioral motivation. Remember of those eight factors, you could be on one side or the other or somewhere in between, but why don't you take the exercise and find out exactly where you are. And I Thank you for engaging <laughs> with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks. The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.